Welcome to JV Reads the Tea. The T stands for tarot, honey. I'm JV Hampton Van Sant. Each week, I am joined by a guest and I read their tarot cards. I use the Wild Unknown deck and the Wild Unknown Animal Spirit decks by Kim Kranz to dive deep with a special six-card reading. And, of course, we go on usually pretty related tangents. So grab your wand, light a candle, and let's spill that tea, honey. All right, welcome back, all you beautiful um, witches and bitches, is what I was going (laughs) (laughs) because that because I I thought of a great like image for merch. and that's that's what, that what you should always go with is what can sell them wbs the witches and bitches i like it so much it it makes me very happy um but yeah uh so welcome welcome back witches and bitches we are um joined today by danielle ellett I'm so happy to have you here. This is like super <laughs> exciting. This is also side. This is the first time we're talking like audio wise. Yeah, right? no, this is the first time you and I are exchanging physical words out of our mouthpieces. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, that makes me happy. Um, <laughs> this just makes me happy. It is very exciting. Um, so, um, I guess just off the top, like let's uh, let the people know uh, what you do, who you are, and uh, all that lovely stuff. Sure. I um hi, my name is Danny. I would definitely be called both a witch and a bitch. I <laughs> I'm part mood. of yes, always, always mood. Um I am one half of the Good Point podcast team. Uh so we actually have been on the scene for about a year now, just uh just past a year or so. Um, yeah, thank y'all, thank y'all. We bring you guys podcasts such as The Subjective Truth, which is an amazing show, just wrapped season one earlier this year, um, working on a few others, um, The One Stars, which is a space comedy about one-star reviews, which is fan-fucking-tastic. Um, I have cackled so much <laughs> while listening to that. Like, it is, like, I, uh, <laughs> I, I tend to listen in my car, which is um, just... <laughs> the perfect place to listen to that. oh yes yeah. so you can you drive right along get your laugh on it's it's Oof. fantastic i have had to pull over a couple of times because like i could not <laughs> breathe it was <laughs> like it was wild i will oh, tell man. our writer that um our writer not being me because i am not a writer well i i dabble but i'm more of a voice actor director um our writer being jeremy ellett at our strange days on twitter um yeah he is our everything to the I'm just here for the face piece and to be pretty (laughs) (laughs) oh what a mood Um, 90% of most days I sort of feel like that is the that is the role I am capable of (laughs) like I can do a bunch of things but like I can only do them in like fits and bursts and they're not super consistent (laughs) (laughs) exactly but you know what we do the pretty part so well exactly that's, i'm like yes it. i can be the i can be the face of this um but like <laughs> i'm very oh man can occasionally be a little controversial uh but that's fine um, oh, just, just a tad just we you know it's a spice of life every once in a yeah, while you just gotta throw a grenade into things it's fine 
yeah, just leaning into controversy on occasion, <laughs> um, as any good bitch does. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> as any good witch does too, technically. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh dear. Um, so, as per usual, um, on this show that by now has a name, um, like again, it would not have gone out without it having a name. So. <laughs> Y'all know the name now, and it was in the intro that I will have made and made fancy and put in front of it. Oh, it's um, a very good name. I don't know what it is yet because it's not yet been established, but for you guys, it is established and it is fantastic. Yes. <laughs> and uh, as is customary on this show, we read uh, from two decks, uh, my two favorite decks. I have a few others, but these are my absolute favorite um, the Wild Unknown Tarot deck by Kim mm. Kranz, um, which is like important mainly because I will be sort of reading her descriptions of the cards um, as we go through it, uh, so we can sort of you know grab onto the things that she specifically said. So I want to credit her. Um, and uh, the Wild Unknown Animal Spirit, um, also by Kim Kranz. Mm. Uh, so yeah, this is gonna be exciting. We're going to kick things off with the past. Um, Ooh, all right. (laughs) Oh, this is a fun one, actually. This seems like a fun and powerful one to have right here. Um, In the past position. Though for some reason, I'm also mildly worried that it's in the past position. Oh, no. Um, Like, not extremely, and I just sent the sent it in the DM so you can see it. Uh, these cards are so pretty. That's the other reason I love this deck. <laughs> um, and also because now I have to vamp for a second as I go and find the uh, thing with the, the thing with the description. There we go. Okay. It's very gorgeous for listeners at home. It's like circular with flowers and like energy in the middle and then like this beautiful array of like rainbow around it and the cosmos of black and white and it is gorgeous yes well you're really good at describing things i am (laughs) i am so shit at it that's why i like never do it but um so the world um the subtitle for this card is wholeness and completion which is why i'm mildly worried You know what I mean? Like, that's, oh, so this is where we're starting off. All yes, right. I'm dying you guys. Nice to know you. <laughs> well, um, I mean, it feels pretty straightforward as far as, like, what this card means. It's interesting to start off this reading with something in the Major Arcana, um, which are the, uh, the big, big fancy cards at mm. the, at the end of the book. But um, the more powerful ones within the deck. Um, but this one, just sort of generally speaking, um, it harmony, contentment, completion, um, feeling good is all in the past for me. <laughs> it's in the past, but also like I, I, I now that I'm thinking about it, it might be a sense of um, hmm. A sense of desiring this specific thing, Mm. like desiring completion. Like um, one of the ways that I like to sometimes think of certain ones that appear in certain sort of places, like especially when we get to the future card, um, I like to think of 
if I, like if we wind up somehow with a negative card in the future position, what that is is the if you ignore the advice we've given you, mm. this will be the outcome kind of thing, rather than the this is just going to happen and you can't stop it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> the the, but, the final destination approach. <laughs> exactly. Oh, Lord of Mercy! That movie is the reason I can't like drive behind trucks like to this Same. day. Same. Oh my God, that scarred <laughs> me. I still get on roller coasters though, but that's okay. <laughs> Like, I, I, I actually, I haven't seen, I've only seen that intro scene, which I believe is in the second movie with the, um, like, I think the point at which I stopped it was after the, the log fell off the truck and the, yeah, (laughs) that is, I think the point at which I stopped that movie, which I believe is in the first five minutes. Yeah, Um, I'm fairly certain that was the opening scene to one of them. (laughs) Yeah. Um, because that ruined driving for me forever. Um, but yeah, so like seeking, um, seeking completion and seeking that contentment and striving for that contentment is also the thing that this um, makes me think of, Mm. um, like the, the important thing, the thing that was dominating, um, like dominating the, the part of the brain that is responsible for thinking about the future was occupied with the what was occupied occupied with the world what that's that's a wildly beautiful sentence yeah no no i feel i feel like it speaks to me i feel like it speaks to me at least at least this is my interpretation of it is that like maybe the things that i was consumed with before of what i thought would bring me contentment of pleasing and people pleasing and and you know making a big impact on the world Maybe I'm mm. finally able to lay that to rest and let that be in my past and find new objectives and new in the moment goals. That sound that makes sense. That makes sense to me. I hope that's mm. it. I hope it's not I'm dying. So I'm gonna <laughs> no. go with the first one. <laughs> oh man. No, I'm pretty sure it's just that I'm pretty sure it's what you thought it was that makes the most sense to me. Okay. <laughs> I mean, granted, I could always be wrong. Uh, but that's <laughs> But the cards oh, never yeah. are. Right. <laughs> I'm wrong frequently. Um, these cards, though, mm. usually not. Um, <laughs> usually not, but occasionally, sometimes. So I have sent the second one to you. Um, it is the the oh god, I just forgot how to read Roman numerals, which is a bad thing. It's seven? the seven. There we go. Yeah, it's the seven. I think that took me a second because they're very Roman swirly num- and fancy. I like them. Absolutely, they're my. At, this is my favorite deck because the illustrations on them are so cute. And also this one has a little fox on it. It does. It's so cute. There's seven swords or six swords above the fox and uh, laid out like almost on this wooden pattern. And then below the fox, the fox is on top of one of the swords. Yes. There's, <laughs> I have a friend who could actively go through each of these swords and identify what type of sword it is. That's really <laughs> impressive. I probably know like the names of two types of swords, like rapier and broad, mm. and that's probably about the extent of my knowledge. That makes sense to me and is generally pretty good. I I have like I can't even identify the swords that I actually own. <laughs> Like it's don't like, those mainly, come with like little notes that tell you what they are? No, actually, oh, no. because the the ones I ordered were from Wish. Um, oh wow! Because 
because Wish can apparently get away with delivering things to me like that, whereas other places can't. Like, for some reason, you can't ship, like, knives and swords to Massachusetts, like, specifically. You guys had a few incidences, I believe. But not with a sword. Well, you know what? Just to be on the safe side. (laughs) Well, I guess, like, back when the Boston Tea Party happened, there were swords involved. But, like, I mean... They were like, never again. I would actually live if that was the reason. Like, also, I would live if, like, we, we as a, like, a, just a full state were like, we are never drinking tea again. We refuse. Like, we don't serve it here. We spit on it. You drink coffee or you drink nothing. <laughs> the wild thing is I, I almost exclusively drink tea. Oh, well, I guess you drink nothing. <laughs> Those are yes. your options. I I normally have bubble tea. I had bubble tea uh, not this morning, um, but I had bubble tea uh, yesterday, and it was really fun because it was um, it the tea itself had uh, oh god, what is it called? Butterfly pea, um, the butterfly pea flower. Oh, um, okay, that sounded different. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I realized where butterfly. I paused that sounded bad. Um, <laughs> but the butterfly that. Butterfly pea flower um, mm. is like it. It turns things blue oh, and purple. Fun. Yeah, so the tea itself was like blue and purple, and it was very nice. Oh, um, pretty. Yeah, and I added a, like a little bit of mint to it. So oh, that, look at um, you getting all fancy with your boba. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, the the mint is honestly the butterfly pea like doesn't have flavor. Like oh, it just, it just it's straight up like yeah. It just it like. It has a nice smell um, and a nice color, zero flavor. Like it, it, it's it's lovely, but not. It would at all make useful. for a nice bath bomb. Yes. Mm. Oh my god, that would be so nice. It's oh like this god. beautiful, like galaxy of blue and purple and nice aromatics, but no taste. I mean, not that we, you know, drink our bath water, but still, just in case. <laughs> Some. <laughs> They got to pay extra to drink my bath water. Hey. <laughs> immediately. Oh, man, that was immediately what I thought. That's immediately what my brain went to. That's, I love there it. we it's are. That, it's that entrepreneurial hustle. Right? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, yeah. So the Seven of Swords. Um, this is, again, in the, in the, in the, in the present view. Um secrecy and self-interest um are you (laughs) go ahead and ask it (laughs) not trying to think am i keeping a secret not that i know of maybe maybe like i'm trying to think do i have any i'm so boring i can't imagine i'm keeping secrets (laughs) okay so it might not be that are you concerned someone else is keeping a secret Hmm. That's a good question. Not really. Mm. My social circle is so small that um, I mm. it's just me and my dogs and my husband. <laughs> and I know he ain't doing anything because we're stuck together 24-7 right now. <laughs> Oof, that's real. Oh. God, that's real. Love like, him. But <laughs> I'm so happy that I had a breakup like immediately before quarantine. I started off quarantine being kind of annoyed at that. Right. But I... I Oh, he was such a my god, what a nightmare. <laughs> like that. <laughs> that motherfucker was a nightmare. <laughs> um, but like I just 
I've been like just so thankful that I haven't had to deal with his bullshit like this whole time. Oh, well, that's how you know that you guys weren't meant to be. If you're like, you know what? I'd rather be alone in quarantine for months on end than to deal with your nonsense. It's like, I would rather call my ex that I know works with old people and thus has to be safe, <laughs> which is exactly what I've done numerous times. And it's fine. He's good. He's a better, he's at least a good human being. Mm-hmm. so that's just that that helps make the booty quarantine. call yeah that that helps make the booty call a little bit more more ethical exactly <laughs> exactly shout out to johnny good good dude shout um, out to johnny yes um so okay so now that i'm i'm looking into this a little bit more okay so it says you're either the keeper or the kept from, and it's time to identify which deceit and avoidance linger in the air. Mm. Who's out there being shady? Give me a call if you're being shady towards me, because I need to know now. What's occurring to me is that the wild part of this card is that this might just straight up be, you need to watch out for this. This might be happening right now. Oh man, that's disappointing. Watch- which is uh, ominous, and I and I'm so sorry, um, <laughs> because like it, one thing that I know for me personally that comes up when I think of this is the fact that like there, well, one thing that we absolutely can't do is um, control other people um, mm-hmm. and what their actions are and what their behaviors are, Truth. Um, and like generally speaking um like like we can't necessarily control whether or not someone is actually going to be deceitful um we can't necessarily control whether or not someone is avoiding a problem that they need to deal with by just ignoring the fact that it's there and maybe veering around it um mm. trying to not look at the at the elephant in the middle of the room um and telling the people next to them that the elephant isn't real, which is also fully gaslighting those people, and that's not a great thing. Um, hey, hey, I'm an enabler at heart, so just let me have my life. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! <laughs> have you um? Did you watch uh, the haunting of the haunting of Hill House? Yes, I enjoyed it very, very much. Okay, so like the oldest brother the mess he was the most annoying motherfucker the oh, whole show oh my god yeah if he if, if he could have just died early on i would have been fine with that i would have lived for that because truly he was so obnoxious and he just like truly he wound up being the person that just was straight up gaslighting the rest of the family mm-hmm. Hold it's on. like mm-hmm. yeah it's just like, like he's just just being like no no, there's nothing happening. Uh, of course, like, you know, with theory, that was, like, due to him being in denial, and that was what that was about. But also, there's, like, a line between denial and fully gaslighting everybody else. Um, <laughs> there's, like, a line there. Um, and I think it it wasn't necessarily fully crossed um, because the other people didn't believe it. Mm-hmm. Like, Because their own know. experiences contradicted what he was saying. Exactly. Like, and they were, um, I guess, I don't want to say strong enough that feels judgmental, but like, 
they um, were self-possessed enough to believe their own experiences over what this other human being was telling them, mm-hmm. which is what winds up being the crucial part of making sure that that um, making sure that that whole thing, I guess, makes sense. Um, to making that whole thing not be as as painful and mm. and well, I guess frankly, not make it as abu- as abusive as it could be. Right, because it then doesn't lead to further actions in the guise yeah. of the lie. Exactly. Yeah. Um. So I have absolutely no idea what's going on with this one card. Um. <laughs> so well, evidently, neither say... do I. I need to go through my rolodex of who I'm who I'm talking to in my life and and find out who's double crossing or. You know, right? being, being shady, shady McShaderston. Well, we actually might be able to delve a little further into it. So at this moment, we're going to jump to the problem and solution cards. Mm-hmm. Um, and the problem is also in the same suit. Um, so it is in the, uh, oh, hold on, I'm trying to not get the like, get the weird like shadow from my phone as I take this photo. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um but this one, the image is not um, not as nice. Um, <laughs> All those swords are now plunged into the ground <laughs> and into, into what a, looks like a bull. Yeah, that looks like a bull to me. Um, and what is going through its eye? So straight uh, through, straight <laughs> through, listeners. This is this has been super fun for Danny. Oh yikes! <laughs> These cards have some shit to say. Um, and I, oh man! Um, oh no! If oh, oh no! Shit! Um, if this girl. was the, if this was the start of the movie, this is when I find out that I have powers, and then people are after me. They kill my family, and I have to go on the run. Is what is playing out right here, ladies and gentlemen, and my enemies. I feel so bad because <laughs> this card is in again the problem. It's in the problem um problem bit there. The Ten of Swords, the subtitle underneath that is Ruin, Rock Bottom, and Melodrama. Wow. So okay. yikes. <laughs> like I this is dark and I am sad about it. Um because I don't I don't know. Um I I was hoping that it would clarify what was happening here. Well, it ain't good. And it and it made it worse and I feel bad about it. Um well, if we're looking at this in the um hmm okay. Trying to look at this kind of objectively here. The problem... Hmm. Okay. So, th- this card just signals that, that bad shit's coming is pretty much what I'm getting from this. Um, 2020 or, already hasn't been perfect enough. Fucking bring it on. All right. Bad I was shit's gonna coming. say, actually, this <laughs> does just straight up feel like 2020. Like... <laughs> This might have been a reading for all of us, actually. Um, <laughs> this might be a global reading. You're I'm welcome. Like, <laughs> which, which would be wild because that was not what I was thinking about earlier um, at all. Like, weirdly, but we did today, pull the world, so maybe. 
actually, uh, hold on a minute. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying it tracks now. Well, actually, now thinking about that, that first one could have been the um, calmness of the world, which is also an interesting thing to think about. Mm. Just given that that one so far has been the only of the major arcana that we've seen. Mm-hmm. Um, that could be that. Um, that could be just generally about the state of the world, like truly. Which and has the- had a big impact on my life, I will say. Yeah, that that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> um, that makes actually a lot more sense. Um, I mean, there. Hmm. Is it possible that you love the backstabbing and drama too much to move forward without it? Is mm-hmm. one of the questions this card asks. I I'm not hyping myself up, you guys. I swear. I'm I enjoy drama as far as like being a bystander but I try to stay the F out of it if I can, unless I feel moralistically in, in, uh, like an impetus moralistically to step in. Um, totally. Uh, so I don't think backstabbing or drama is something I'm really like keyed into for the most part. Usually my shit's pretty out front. And I'm like, hey, don't do this. It's shitty. That's actually one that's just extremely great to hear just generally. Oh. Um like just just generally it's it's nice to hear um <laughs> that somebody is being upfront the thing <laughs> that <laughs> drives me personally up up a wall is when people just straight up aren't direct um mm. and are like conflict averse i i say this knowing i'm also a conflict averse person but like i also in in more so that like huh well, I guess an example I could give is that recently I sort of had a conversation with someone about what about back to October. Um, mm. And they recommended reaching out to one of the people that was uh, that had an influence in making my life really shitty for a brief time mm. and telling them what happened on my end during that mm-hmm. because now they would be more receptive to it. Um, having gone through a similar experience also kind of recently um so karma 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 right which is literally exactly what i said when that suggestion was made (laughs) like fully i like yeah um i don't know that i want to do that because karma and i'm not (laughs) sorry about it Uh, but um but at the same time like, I do know that it would be probably beneficial to sort of bury that hatchet, but, mm-hmm. like, I can't, I, I'm i putting it off as long as humanly possible because I just don't know that I have enough energy on any given day to restart that argument. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, that's understandable. That takes a lot of energy, a lot of spoons to really work yourself up to reopening a wound that even if you messily stitched it together, it's like, sure, I could maybe reopen it to to let it heal better and more properly, but do I even want to go through that pain? And is there a promise at the other end that it's going to be better resolved than it was? Right. Right. Exactly. Which like which actually now is making me want to go back and look at the look at the previous card quickly. As we're talking through this now, I'm like, okay, I think maybe there might be possibly an instance oh. I'm dealing with. 
Uh, oh. I don't. We don't <laughs> I was we gonna can, say we, we don't can, have to talk about it oh, on air. Oh, to we can be get clear, into it. I am an open okay. book about almost everything in my life. Um, so I come from a very big family, um, and mm-hmm. my step stepfather. So um, my stepmom, who raised me after my father passed, oh, she raised me all my life basically. Um, but mm-hmm. after my father passed, got not remarried because they never actually got married, but they were in Virginia together long enough that they had a civil union. Um, Mm -hmm. but he raised me for the second part of my life. Um, we're currently not talking him and my mom went through a messy Mm -hmm. breakup multiple times. Um, one of which I got dragged into, it was, it was just a lot of stupid drama and just, there's a lot of conflict there. Um, but so we haven't talked in probably over a year or so now. Um, and both didn't reach out to each other on our birthdays. We're both Tauruses. So stubborn. (laughs) Uh, fair we get it honest (laughs) i mean also fair but like that does then um that does actually then i feel like pretty much fit with the first two though would you say that actually then looking back at that first one and specifically the word avoidance which was Mm. somewhere on the thing part of this is also looking somewhere on the page and seeing a specific word and that word seeming like it is the thing to focus on on the page um so avoidance being sort of avoiding dealing with that situation and avoiding yeah avoiding sort of yeah it's it's been a thing and then my young one of my younger mm-hmm. sisters who's like step 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 kind of it's one of his daughters mm-hmm. but um you know when they pseudo married into our family um she, we didn't live with her but um right. she like we we spent summers together with my siblings my other extended siblings um but anyway so long story short um as, as long as a story I had to make it short as I can so mm-hmm. me and my husband have been married for nine years now um and we deal mm-hmm. with infertility issues we've won I I'm made to be a mom that's my lot in life that's something I've always wanted ironically I'm in the corporate world somehow <laughs> breaking through glass ceilings and I'm like but I want to be home so it's whatever <laughs> um <laughs> so it's like empowering but I'm like damn it not really what I was going for but this is fine <laughs> um, and so anyway, so we've wanted children for a very long time, um, got pregnant at one point through, you know, thousands and thousands of dollars that we didn't have, um, mm-hmm. and had a miscarriage and then, you know, took some time from healing from that. And then, um, finally settled on, you know, we want to adopt, we have the heart posture towards it. Now we're ready for this step. It's very, very oh. expensive. Um, Ooh, yeah, but, I can imagine. but you know, Ooh. spending the time saving up and everything and getting ready for that. And then my younger sister calls me out of the blue two months ago and, or messages me first. And she's like, Hey, what are you up to? Blah, blah, blah. We don't really talk very often. Like we love her to death, but we're just, we, you know, we don't communicate super often. She's like, can I call you? And I was like, why are you pregnant? Or are you moving to Austin? Um, because that's usually, it's a joke. It's a joke that I always make that when one of my friends or family messages me out of the blue, they're pregnant because they're usually like, Hey, I know you've wanted a baby for like a decade now, but I'm having one. And I just want you to be okay with that, which I very much respect and love them oh, for that's, that, of course. Okay. Yeah. So it's, it's that softening of the blow. Like, Hey, you're going to find out about it. Just FYI. Um, mm-hmm. speaking of which I got another call from a different friend the other day. So we'll see which one of my friends are pregnant now. Um, Ooh. but she reached out to me and she's like, Hey, can we talk? I need your advice. So I message her, uh, or I, we get on the phone and she's adopting, which 
lovely, beautiful. Not going to lie, though, dagger to the heart because she's my younger sister. And the fact that she didn't have to go through like the same hoops and stuff that I had to, that we will be jumping through to get a child because adopting Mm -hmm. you guys is a whole process. Whereas this situation just kind of was like a godsend for them, like just the right situation, the right person that happened to have, you know, was, was going to adopt out their child, their bio, you know, um, fetus anyways, and give it a different home. And they happened to know someone that knew someone and get into that touch with that person. And now, you know, a few days ago, she's now a mommy and it's super awesome. And I'm so happy for her. And I can't express that enough. Um, you guys, jealousy and grief are such a double-edged sword. Um, Mm -hmm. but but yeah, so she made mention that her, or our dad is going to go visit her. And man, did that trigger me. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Oh. So maybe that's what this is about. That actually seems like it fits in with yeah. the drama bit from the last card. <laughs> like, Ooh, man. girl, see, see, I knew there was drama there. I was like, I was like is there um some... <laughs> See, I told you them cards don't lie. They just be dragging shit out of us that we don't necessarily want to bring up. That's why they call it a drag, honey. (laughs) It's very true. Oh my God. Ooh. Uh, Well, one, genuinely, I'm I'm super sorry to hear about um about the uh, fertility issues you've been having. That's really um I have literally no idea what that is like, but I have heard from people that that is incredibly stressful and oof. Yeah. And, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, also I, I it's fe- the word commend you for Aww. choosing to adopt feels like a weird word to use there, but also like I, that that in particular makes me very happy to hear yes Um, yes and it's one of those things that has always been on my heart to do like it's funny when I was a little girl I always thought I was going to adopt partly because childbirth looked like horrendous pain and I am not good with pain yeah not not a fan (laughs) of that um so so making the decision like uh, it's one of those things where everyone and, and this is for anyone listening that maybe is going through the same thing that you know i've gone through or a similar situation because for infertility is such a a taboo mm-hmm. topic oddly enough it's something people don't really talk about because there's so much shame wrapped up in it and that's yeah. just tragic because it's a human experience you know bringing another life into this world or choosing to take on some another life into your life and love it. Like it, there's so much complicated heart emotions and, and biology and, and so many things that go into your ego and id wrapped up in that, um, that adopting is a very hard decision and it's not for everyone. And it does not ever make anyone worse. Just like people who choose not to have children are no worse off or, or no more biologically mm-hmm. different or um, wrong than someone choosing to have a child you know everyone is wired for how they're wired and that's just where their heart is and the capacity and elasticity of their means their financial means their heart ability to take on that responsibility where they're at in life how they were brought up there's just so much that goes into it oh totally oof Oh, that is powerful. I'm <laughs> Take, <laughs> taking y'all to church today. <laughs> I was like, oh, Lord. I, like, is... oh, man. Uh, so I do feel like one thing that is happening at this moment is that those first three cards um, in sequence with each other, little on the dark side. 
Um, I did while we were talking, sort of un, like uh, flip over the other two Ooh. that are coming. So one of them is the um, Six of Pentacles, which is very pretty. It looks like it a is. twig with berries on it. Oh God, that so fun! Thing <laughs> Not that early. kind of freaking berries, you guys. Get your minds <laughs> off the gutter. <laughs> The fun thing is, I've literally never thought about the phrase twig and berries, like, as, <laughs> like, I've, that thought has never crossed my mind. It's been one that I've heard, but I've never, like, I've never used it as a euphemism. Um, but earlier today, when I was on the beach, <laughs> um, <laughs> there's no other way to word this, because this is exactly what happened. Um, somebody was doing yoga and bent over, and the phrase oh, that's what they mean by twig and berries is literally what like occurred to me. I was like, oh, I see. I now see what they mean. Just the fresh fruit hanging off the vine. Yep. That's mm-hmm. precisely what Out it looked there. like. It's so funny. Um, <laughs> oh, man. Um, it was just wildly funny um, to like see that and realize that earlier today. Um, but no, this is like a... Um, a a little twig with uh leaves on it and um some uh pentacles in the form of berries sort of hanging off of it um now this uh okay this is a a positive one it looks sure. hopeful it looks very like life-giving which is exactly what it is it is a prosperity growth and generosity oof all right yeah I- I hear you, universe. I see what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, which is like it's um in the solution section is interesting. Um, I'm gonna read through what this says here. I feel like always once we get to the um to the solution and the future card, reading through what um what Kim Kranz wrote for the meaning of this card is sort of helpful in figuring in figuring all of it out. So. Um, The Six of Pentacles indicates that your long-awaited fruits are ready for harvesting, bringing more wealth than anticipated. Make sure you are generous during this bountiful time. This card can also signify generosity coming from someone else. If this is the case, accept the help with grace and put the resources to good use. All right. First of all, I low-key think that this might have needed to be in the future section. Um, (laughs) Because, like, that one that just resonates really nicely, uh, kind of with with what you were just talking about. One, there's, um, with, hmm, sort of symbolically looking at adoption specifically, there's there's an interesting um, sort of type of, I guess, generosity there, two in theory mm. i don't know if that from a generosity that of, exactly right I, I know like more of a heart posture like a generosity of heart yes yeah exactly which so could also that. i suppose extend to forgiveness and being the bigger person and reaching out to a certain someone yeah that yeah. was actually specifically where i think they were taking that where the <laughs> cards were where the cards were taking that that was that made sense to me um and i i think that in order to be able to do that um 
like like in order to be able to do that there has to be like you have to have resources to be able to sort of um give those on so you have to internally be able to um be able to have the uh be able to have well i guess to use the term on the card you have to be able to have the generosity in the first place to be able to then mm. um then extend the hand of forgiveness like it because that it does actively take a lot of energy to do that um oh no a thousand percent and it's it's funny mm -hmm. because like when i saw the image the first thing i thought of was an olive branch (gasps) yeah oh my god so (laughs) (laughs) and it's 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 funny because i'm a christian so like i also like read like into signs and stuff and this has been one of those things that's been kind of like on my heart to do for a while but it's like i'm being really petty and in my feelings and just am not ready yet but it's like hey you're gonna have to be the one per usual Mm. to make the first move and extend that branch out but like you were saying but when you have the capacity to like when you have the 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 fortitude and ability to totally absolutely whoo girl these cards went deep (laughs) they do yes yes <laughs> it like went way deeper than I thought they were going to, and I low key feel the need to apologize. Um, and that's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! <laughs> oh, that just broke me. Oh man! <laughs> I can't. Holy shit! Um. <laughs> Oh my god. Uh wow. Um <laughs> so in the future position, um this is an interesting one to be there sort of generally. Um so the high priestess, which uh is a pretty fancy looking tiger with a marble. <laughs> it's a big ass marble. Yeah, I guess it's technically probably like a crystal ball, mm-hmm. given the nature of a high priestess. Um in terms of these cards and the card prior to this, which it's tied to often being uh, the magician. Mm. So those those two cards are the ones that are sort of linked to each other. And they're also both big cats too, which is fun. Um, but this one is mystery and psychic wisdom. Ooh, all right. Which... You know what? Honestly, without even reading that, now that I'm thinking about, is when I read the word psychic wisdom, I was like, "What the hell does that mean?" I don't know what that means. And then I thought about it. I was like, "There's, huh? That does kind of a little bit make sense to me with the um, like, hmm, like a lesson learned and." Um, wisdom gained from the experience mm. of um, from that experience of extending the olive branch and um, and looking towards uh, building a future where um, where everyone is around and hopefully happy um, and sort of the wisdom in knowing how to get to that place is I think might might be what this is referring to so um, the thing in the future is being able to utilize that wisdom to build something Mm. um and to and to tackle something like maybe oh you know what actually 
one of the things that there might that might emerge from this with that bit of psychic wisdom um cuz i think there there's also a sense with psychic wisdom for me in a kind of shared knowledge mm-hmm. and in that being a shared like support okay which i think might reference going like going through the adoption process and all of that and even potentially there being a connection that appears at some point um so otherwise being able to connect and start to work on that process and go through the long and expensive process of doing it which i oh my god but it is <laughs> like on the one hand i understand why it's as difficult as it is yeah it's for like safety there's so much that yeah there's 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 a lot of bureaucracy and red tape and things that go back into it initially started off like a lot of like the checks and balances that are in place for adoption are mm-hmm. there for the child safety however because we're America and there's greed they know what they're doing and agencies make so much money off what they're doing there's just yeah there's a lot of it that's tied up in money and it's really unfortunate because there's so many children that need homes absolutely Uh, absolutely it it sort of goes back to a thought um that I've had a lot recently which is that um well well, part of the reason I've had this thought is because I fully can't stop listening to um I can't stop and absolutely will never stop. Like this isn't a thing <laughs> I want to stop. Um, but I can't stop listening to You're Wrong About. And every episode they do um centering around like um basically things in the world that might or might not be threatening children. Aww. And I mean the thing that the thing that I sort of that I sort we sort of come to time and time again is we tend to often look at the wrong threat Mm, yes so yeah so in the in people making these um like people trying to um trying to do something honestly very good and very needed and very necessary in our world they are um like they're oftentimes they're like putting these barriers in place when like there are people who would make amazing parents and would be incredibly beneficial for for these children for these young people um but instead what they're rewarding is wealth yeah i mean that's how everything works in in uh mostly in the world but definitely in the great us of a yeah, like rewarding wealth as if for some reason we think wealth means people are good people when oh, in fact we absolutely know that that's not true. That does not correlate. But yes, I mean, the ethics of wealth inequality and um, the privilege of wealth, which is something I feel like we as a country don't talk about enough, especially as we look, um, you know, as the word privilege has become such a hot button topic, that financial privilege is something that will at times supersede all other privileges up until a point. Um, I mean, we have countless examples of those that have have connections that mm-hmm. other people would never in a million years be able to have, um, you know, even on their best day. So someone who 
might be lacking in certain areas or, or have disadvantages in certain areas. If you have enough money, you can, for the most part, buy yourself out of it with, with, with rare exceptions. So race being one of them, um, that one, of course, is an instant stigmatization that is really hard to overcome. Um, but even mm-hmm. to some degree, and this is a terrible example, but um, we look at like the OJ trials and the fact Ooh, that yeah. mm-hmm. because even though he was a black man who in any other circumstance, if he did not have the prestige and the money that he had, would have instantly gone to jail. There's no way he gets off. I'm sorry. There's oh, no 1, way. There's no the way. Thing, the thing about OJ is we all absolutely know that he's guilty. We all like, know. That's the thing. Like, we all there's know. No, we're not like, <laughs> like we, we know he's guilty. He yeah. like, basically wrote a book about it. Like, yeah, I, mean, I was like, hey, but aware. if I did it though, like, oh, dude, shut up. You already got the yeah. W, let it go. That was so bad. But that's just, that's just an example of like, you know, yeah. you know, it, it's, I mean, it's not a great one because he's a terrible character and human but um right but yeah that wealth inequality really? plays a lot of parts like and not to get too deep on this but it's one of those things where i'm i'm in a uh uh inner oh lord what are me and my husband are different races that's what i'm trying to say i can't remember what interracial there we go yeah i know words you guys yes yeah. interracial marriage and People will look at me like on a piece of paper, they'll look at me and say, oh, she had it harder. She had harder barriers, which to some degree I did. You know, I'm a woman. Um, Mm -hmm. I am African-American. I am biracial, which gives me a whole different amount of privilege, but also puts me in a whole different category of having community. Um, You know, I grew up in Mm -hmm. a different area than him, et cetera, et cetera. So on paper, people would look at me and say, oh, she had it harder on the privilege scale where my wealth, like my family's wealth, I I had no wealth, I was a child, Um, but like my family's Mm -hmm. wealth compared to my husband's who grew up a white man, a white cishet man in Texas, which you would think, oh, he had all the privileges. He went without food days. His family of like, Mm -hmm. I think he has five siblings, they would live in an economy hotel sometimes with no heat. So the level of differences we had between education, because he lived in a very small, 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 poor town in Texas, where they still taught Bible study and Bible history as actual fucking classes, compared to the level of education I got, which was like liberal arts education. So I had exposure to different people and different types, you know, so it's those situations that a lot of people fail to nuance when they're having these big conversations of, Yes, on paper, he if if me and him got pulled over, odds are he's going to have the easier road than I do. However, when it comes to the opportunities I was given because of the differences in wealth and the privilege of wealth, I was given mm-hmm. a lot more opportunities than he ever had. Um, so there's just there's so much nuance that goes into it. And it's just such a complicated topic. But it's one that I think is just totally. so deserving of time and, and you know, factoring in. Yeah, I completely agree. I, if there is one thing that I always, always, always will champion, it is allowing nuance to exist in tough mm. conversations Thank and allowing you. nuance to exactly, <laughs> allowing nuance to exist. Just period, because it's it's gonna be there. Exactly. That literally nothing, not a single thing, is fully like black and white yes or no like it is not like it there nothing is um 
it's a weird philosophy that I have, but it has also just proven itself to be just generally true. Oh, yes. Um, and I fully agree that that, that that part is difficult. Um, like, there are... <laughs> oh, man. Like, for all of the of the incredibly shitty things that Amazon has done, mm. generally there are also, like, it also occasionally is extremely helpful with, like, with getting people their medication in a way that our health system isn't. Mm. Yes. Like, yes, definitely. in an affordable way that, like, I've, oh, man, that, that that's literally only happened to me, like, once, but, like, it was, well, that one time <laughs> no, it happened, let me tell you. important. It's so important. That's, that's a great example, because it's, like, we don't always have to throw the baby out with the bathwater when we're trying to rebuild mm-hmm. and and make a better world and, and make a more equal and fair world. It doesn't always have to be us versus them. Sometimes we, and it's unfortunate, it is unfortunate mm-hmm. that, that, it's hard to come to the table and hard to always have to take the high road. Um, and I, I say this as a black woman, like I understand mm-hmm. that it's burdensome and exhausting to always oh, have to Lord, be the one yes, to step up and, and be the calm one. But I also know that humans and, and the ways that our minds work, we have to have an amount of rational gentleness. And if we lose that, then we're no better than the other side because then we're still just screaming and throwing mm-hmm. rocks and nothing's actually getting resolved we're just tearing things down absolutely so fun other thing just fun little momentary anecdote where like i had to sort of acknowledge that there was like a just a wild set of thoughts that were going through my own brain but like when i like sat down to think about it. I was like, there's a thing that I have in common with this other person. So when I was uh, earlier today, I was in uh, Joanne Fabrics because, you know, um, (laughs) I just, I'd be making things. It's just a thing. Um, (laughs) Fabulously so. Your gowns are so pretty. Thank you. I'm making a a green one now. Um, Just a, a, like, hunter green one. Well, not hunter green. Like, that's a little on the dark side. It's like a Kelly green, I guess, technically. Oh, pretty. Very good for your skin tone. Yeah, thank you. Um, so I'm working on that at the moment. Um, but I had to go and get the uh, the zipper and the matching thread and that stuff today. So when I went into the Joann's, I I found those things and I was um, sort of waiting in the checkout line. And this man and what I could only assume is his wife, but might have been his sister, but probably was his <laughs> wife, um, walked in and this man was wearing a Trump 2020 um, yeah. mask, like a red Trump, Trump 2020 mask. It was jarring. It was... <laughs> um, At it least was, a mask? <laughs> yeah, I was like, honestly, yeah, that was my like, first thought. I was like... That Oh, like my first thought was like, I mean, shit. At least he's wearing one, but it also was the wrong size for his face. Like it didn't go over his chin, which is like fine because it doesn't technically need to go over the chin. Like you just need it to like sort of form a seal with your face, kind Uh of. Uh Like so, which it did, and it was covering his nose, but it didn't like go under the chin, which is just sort of a thing that all of the masks that I've made all do. Um, so I was looking at it like, this is just the wrong size for his face, but also like, okay, he's wearing one, which is more than (laughs) the fucking president would do. So like, sure. Um, 
And like, it occurred to me then like, both of us are in this store right now. Admittedly, it did not seem like he was the one that like intended to be in the store, Mm -hmm. but it also like, he was also actually participating and looking at things and like trying to find um, whatever the thing was that his wife needed. And so I had to sit there and say like, I mean, we really do just both be existing in this area right now. And like, we're both fine. Like, and I mean, he like didn't seem to be like, I, I don't know, because part of me just loves stirring the fucking pot. Um, <laughs> I, decided to, right, I decided to real loud be like, yeah, I'm making myself a gown right now. Like, <laughs> just like real fucking loud. Neither of them seemed to have a problem. Like, neither of them seemed to be at all upset by that as a fact. So then I just sat there thinking, I have no fucking clue what is going on with these people. Like, I don't know what their deal is i don't know what their deal is i have just been aggressively trans in front of these people um (laughs) and like i mean honestly that one makes me happy because that means like at the very least like just on some level at least some of his supporters are not necessarily foaming at the mouth complete idiots and can manage themselves in social settings yeah makes me feel better um but also acknowledging, like, yeah, there are, like, a billion reasons that people might still be on the side of the weird orange thing in office. Um, <laughs> and that I don't know what the what's going on there. But I do know that at the end of the day, if I really looked hard enough, I could find something in common with that mm. other person. Yes. And that thing could be as small as we are both in this Joanne's right now. <laughs> that man that that is such a beautiful I mean it's it's frustrating on like the macro level because of course we want people to see everything the way we see them especially when it comes to rights and and you know to our basic human rights that you know should be inalienable based off of the constitution and just based off of respect for fellow humans but like the idea that at the base level we can always find something to come around to and connect over is so important and that's why you know integration matters in our school systems that's why Mm -hmm. exposing children to other cultures is such a big and important thing that we really should be vying more for um because i mean studies even show that people who are exposed to other types of cultures and other races will have a less propensity towards becoming stuck in their own echo chamber or, you know, becoming more prone towards racism, um, or at least overt racism. Yeah. Like there, uh, I, one of the things that I always come back to when it comes to like that type of, um, like (laughs) I've done this, I've been able to do this before and it sort of goes back to the general thought of like being able to hold all of that grace at one time. Cause I know good and damn well that right now <laughs> I could not do it, but like being able to, um, to be there and like be calm and have this conversation with this other person while not talking down to them or anything like that, but just really trying to sit down and hear them out as to like what the thing is that they think is going to happen. Mm-hmm. If like, if I were to get what I'm asking for, what they think would happen to them and Mm. sort of being able to, with that, be like, I promise that's not a thing that I would want. Like being able to like sort of assuage that fear. Mm, And like, yeah, that's a thing that like um, in that 
I, I forgot what the kind what the word is for what that is, but like in mediation, which I've occasionally done here and there, or at least I've taught like some basic mediation skills to high schoolers, which oof, when you tell high schoolers that they need to chill out for like two seconds before like responding <laughs> to something, it's like <laughs> they look at you like but oh my, my feelings, <laughs> but my emotions. And I'm like, girl, I get it. But also like <laughs> chill for like a minute and a half, like literally breathe. And oh, honestly, yeah. you, know, you will see just everything in like a completely different way. And it's like, it's being able to take that time and to like think, okay, but really what are they yelling about and why are they yelling about it? And what do they think is going to happen and also, like, what are they, like, why is this what they've chosen to do? And what might be forcing them to choose that? Yes. Because, like, there are certain things where I'm like, yeah, at a certain point, if you, like, are surrounded by this one type of ideology and you've also had it drilled into your head over, like, eons and eons that, like, there is one set way of doing things and you cannot change my mind that there isn't. Um <laughs> At, at a certain point then that argue that argument can fall apart pretty easily by then somebody telling you hey uh we like that's not that's not the only way that works and here's an example of how that's not the only way that works because other humans exist and like everything is fine um but whatever the choices are you want to make for yourself and your family and whatever that is girl go ahead and make those choices just like also there's a general sense of like the the greater good the overall good the rest of humanity that like we have to also consider and this is a way that we can all sort of do that maybe that'll help get that person on board maybe it won't mm -hmm. but if we at least try and sort of it goes back to that olive branch if we attempt to extend that olive branch and be like truly truly what i am not trying to do is like completely ruin your life like i'm, I'm not trying to do that which i do <laughs> think is a lot of the fear oh like yeah. i i fully think that that man probably believes that i absolutely want to like to own his house which i mean i probably do but that's more because i don't own a home <laughs> like which is not like that's not, right. it's not his house it's more that like we have a lot of empty houses and i would like to own one yeah. or at least i would like to figure out how i can in the future own one which yes. is not necessarily a like i'm going to take the one that you live in or the one that your grandchildren live in i just want to have access to getting a home exactly. which i think yeah which I think once they get sort of on board with that and can sort of gel that together with like the rest of their worldview, it sort of, it all comes together, but like. Oh, a thousand it, percent. A thousand yeah. percent. It's the I versus we mentality, which even at like the micro level, I can see play out in certain scenarios where if, if we can learn to really and truly step outside of ourselves and say, it be helping someone else does not mean that there's less for me that mm -hmm. by helping someone else out, if they really did pass it on, like if we all took the time to actually go out and actively help each other rather than saying, okay, if I do this, then I'm going to lose out. Or if I do this, then it lessens what someone gave me. 
because mm-hmm. I, should, I, I need to have a way to deserve this. I, I need to have a way to build my ego or, or build my credentials and say that I earned this by doing X, Y, and Z that, you know, we'd be in a, a much healthier place in the world because almost all, almost everything comes down to fear, like fight or flight. It comes down yeah. to the idea of fear versus, um, versus acceptance that there's enough to go around. There's enough love to go around. There's enough resources to go around. Um, but we have that innate tribalism from our biology that drives us. And then add to that the constant echo chambers we allow ourselves to be in because of the internet, unfortunately, and social media. Um, it just drives all that. Yeah. Oh, my God. The internet. <laughs> it's it's one of the best things to ever happen to us, but also one of the fucking worst. This is the internet is why we have Trump as president. I'm sorry. Yeah, it fully is. No, that's that's <laughs> entirely correct. Oh man. Oh shit. Um <laughs> Yeah, now we used so, to at least be a little inoculated where it's like if you had that one uncle that would drop, you know, the fucking N-word, you'd be like, oh um, God. hey, Uncle Larry, you can't do that. We don't do that anymore in polite society. But now you can do it on your phone and have someone be like, 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 and you're like, see, I was right. And that's yeah. just detrimental to our society so much that validation uh-huh. if we only remove the like button oh if- man oh if twitter ever went reddit style and had up and down votes whoo i bet there would be some changes in how people talked about each other oh girl oh my god like straight up straight up like straight up i do like i one of the things that i do just actively do is like for example um earlier today i think posted this there um posted about like someone who was commenting on a a trans child playing a trans child okay (laughs) um in something and like this um like or rather like retweeted somebody who was commenting on that Uh um and they were like this is very this is a problem and this is very sad and i was sitting here like here's the real tea is that you just can't talk about children like this on the internet actually like and so when I reported that I was like no just from a like a moral standpoint for me like you're talking about a child and that is like entirely unacceptable um just at just at its core level like there are certain like laws and things that we need to hold ourselves to and um being really shitty to children on the internet is like a thing that I think we should all (laughs) collectively just not wanting to do um just i would hope but also well fuck this is america in 2020 (laughs) i don't like oh jesus um so your last card um the last card that we have here um is the uh the sort of animal spirit to carry with you and the fun thing about this is it's not actually an animal Oh, all right. Um, it is a something that occurs in nature, but it is not directly an animal. I'm sending it over now. This one is honestly one of the prettiest cards in this whole thing. Um, <laughs> it is the cosmic egg. Oh. Yeah. I like this. Um, very biblical looking with the egg in the middle that has all these beautiful colors, and you have a serpent wrapped around it. Yes, um, which... If I recall correctly, like one of the things that I think I think there is something in um so I um 
as far as like what I what I sort of identify religiously as um, generally when I am asked that question, the answer I give is pagan um, with the sort of caveat there of like of, um, of like sort of old traditions and voodoo are things that I um, hold very dear and the mm-hmm. tradition, the stories and traditions there are things that mean a lot to me. Um, so those are typically what I wind up bringing to the sort of spiritual table. Um, and in this case, if I recall correctly, there is in fact a serpent and an egg um, in like iconography um, within voodoo, which I forgot what it signified and I forgot what it meant and I forgot what story it was attached to because <laughs> I'm so like, because I've also been baking myself in the sun all day. So like, I mean, <laughs> at the end of the day, my brain is also going to be a little bit on the fried side. It's a fried <laughs> egg. Um, fried egg brain. Egg fried on the side of the street. It was, it. that's my brain today. But um, this one as far as an energy the okay so with this deck the um that sort of circle that's at the very top of the image there um all at the on all of those cards there is either there's a triangle usually there's a triangle pointing up a triangle pointing down a triangle pointing up but it has a line drawn through it and a triangle pointing down that has a line through it um and those sort of represent the elements Mm. um so fire water earth and air um and but this one the circle let me remember what the circle specifically was it has a it has a name and i just i'm bad at names um (laughs) i'm bad at remembering names it is a thing that i just am constantly forgetting um spirit right so it literally just means spirit um as the sort of fifth element there <laughs> fifth element uh, <laughs> anyway um <laughs> multi-pass <laughs> fuck <laughs> I just, what just crossed through my mind was like every scene that ruby rod was in oh my god and one of my anybody, favorites one right my and favorites. then anybody being confused why non-binary people exist and I'm like, <laughs> understand it's like uh bitch we already existed you just didn't know what to call it <laughs> we already existed and we were in your media what were you like what we've just been in your media this whole time what you talk about <laughs> oh my god truly though actually ruby rod was kind of an idol for me when I was oh up, understandable like... the fashion the hair the drama oh yeah but one that i never talked about like never <laughs> mentioned it but was like yeah no that's an idol right there like for sure and then just never questioned it but like now that looking back at it wow that means something oh man yeah yeah <laughs> oh man um so yeah uh the cosmic egg huh okay so the cosmic egg is the final card in the journey of the animal spirit deck and it represents the unfolding of cosmic un- of cosmic consciousness mm-hmm. which is a wild thing this is a this is a significant card let me tell you um <laughs> the state uh this state emerges after we have tread the path for quite some time and through self-effort and grace we experience self-realization. 
Oh, all right. Wow. Right. <laughs> a sense, right? Beautiful sense little of, bow tied on everything. <laughs> right? It's like a sense of contentment and oneness spontaneously arise within us, and the veils of our self limiting beliefs are lifted. Ooh. Right? That's, so that's some conviction right there. It ties it all together. Um, so I guess the energy to bring like forward into the solving of the problem and the creating of a solution is truly the going back to that goal of completion yeah. and that goal of harmony, like specifically harmony, like is the subtitle of the card is completion, harmony, the infinite within the finite. Oh, that's beautiful. Right? This card Intimidating, is but beautiful. beautiful. Yeah, this card is fucking gorgeous and I can't deal with it. Um, <laughs> so um, it does have a little bit more information, which is um, it also adds a, one of the chakras on there. Um, so I don't know if you are a fan of yoga or whatnot, but uh, there's a, it, it has some suggestions. So I'll just read this entire little paragraph here. Um, <laughs> The cosmic egg and the seventh chakra. The subtle essence of the cosmic egg resides at the crown chakra at the top of the head called Sahasrara. Sounds I'm, right to me. Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> I apologize to anybody who speaks Sanskrit slash understands Sanskrit. I don't, and I never have, and I promise you I'm never going to. Um, <laughs> I just, I don't have a brain for languages. I really don't. I barely I get English as a writer. That's a problem, but like, oh man. Um, <laughs> one of the aims of yoga and meditation practice is to channel energy from the base of the spine upward toward the seventh chakra. Each of the six lower chakras plays an important role along this journey. And once the final epicenter of consciousness is activated, it is said to radiate light, the light of a million suns. Uh, that's, that's beautiful. Right? So I guess it's like part of the, uh, part of the, I guess, the preparation to, um, the preparation for extending that olive branch is probably going to be a bit of meditation. Yeah, um, that's what my therapist asked me to start doing. Funny oh how that cards up. <laughs> <laughs> the cards really just came out with like they ther- did. They came out for therapy today. Like, <laughs> They're like, you know I what? talked to your therapist. We were exchanging notes. I'm just gonna go ahead and back them up on this. Get your shit together. Calm it down. Go be that graceful person you know you are supposed to be. Oh, man. This this is what I'd be talking about with these cards where I'm like, I don't know what the fuck this means. And then, like, within the card, they're like, oh, you know what? This actually does make sense. And it just popped up. I'm like, wow. So they really just be knowing. Like, they really brought it today. They were not. They did not come to play. That's for damn sure. Oh, man. I like I will always in these episodes. I know I haven't like said this on any of them before, but like it's sort of an implied thing, which is if y'all are out there and you understand tarot better than I do and interconnections between specific types of cards, um 
hit me up and tell me, and I will 1000% share that with every guest who was on here because I like, I'm like, I'm not super great at finding those connections unless it's in the moment, like earlier when I was like, ooh, these actually make sense together, kinda. Well, yeah, I mean, if you take seven swords and stab ten into the ground and threw a bullseye. (laughs) (laughs) Lord have mercy. But that one was also like one of those things where I looked at that and I was like, the meaning of that one is not unclear. (laughs) <laughs> but also... it roughed out <laughs> yeah oh man and like I'm not gonna lie going through all of the sword cards like looking at them most of them are like this like really yeah. <laughs> it, it re- like really in a tarot reading the thing that you don't want to show up are the swords is what I'm starting to realize like got them twice what up though <laughs> right it's like well here's where the problems are I was like uh I don't know I did this isn't that's not what I needed uh but no I guess it makes sense because when I think of swords I think of combat and then immediately think of con like conflict and there being conflict so out of like all of the items that are sort of used um i believe it's uh pentacles cups swords and wands Mm -hmm. literally only one of those has a destructive element to it and that's the sword yeah so i can see how that happens it just also with one of the victoria like oh no oh god (laughs) wow it's definitely um, given me a lot to think about and to mull over, pray over, <laughs> meditate over. I got I got some soul work to do before I'm ready to extend that olive branch, but it is definitely in the works now that I'm getting yelled at by the universe. <laughs> now that my cards have just brought the universe <laughs> message down from wherever and are like, hi, um, we've consulted and <laughs> just like, don't. Oh my god. <laughs> when things line up with like therapy conversations is Oof. when I'm like, listen, Oof. I don't know that I could use this deck anymore. <laughs> like this is too this is too serious. Like I <laughs> I did at one point in there have to like so I um I when I was in college I studied uh psychology and um like part of the fun the fun element of looking at these cards and thinking about images and representation, despite the fact that like I was oof, um like the I oh fuck, I forgot what that dude's name is. Young. Uh Carl Carl? Is it Carl Young? I think that's it. Fuck if I know. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> um Jungian archetypes is a specific sort of thing that I studied in psych for like a month and forgot about entirely because that was over a decade ago that was 12 years ago that I studied that so like (laughs) I don't really be remembering these archetypes but what I do remember is that like um that's sort of where the concept of like looking at image at like certain images and being able to sort of take out the emotional meaning from those um like which is also, I feel like, a great thing for maybe art history majors to also do. Mm. Um, and like, I've I've never been an art history major. My mom was though, surprisingly, she's oh, fluent okay. in Spanish, which is like, oh, like my mom is a Spanish interpreter. She does a lot of like really cool um, work with immigrant women. 
um, and a lot of work surrounding racial justice. That's and awesome. she was an art history minor, actually. I think she was, a, I think it might have been a minor, or she might have been a double major. Fuck if I know, really. Like, uh, my mom <laughs> was like, I, <laughs> I don't remember fully what she did. I also work at the college that she went to, so I could oh, look at the. You could probably just look it up. <laughs> like, let me just look at the file. It'll be fine. Um, I know I have her like thesis somewhere, like at oh, in the so school. Cool. Yeah, I didn't read it because I there I I'm dyslexic. I'm not reading through somebody's thesis. Like it is not happening. I refuse. Yeah. Plus, most the theses thesi. I have no papers. idea. We'll just yeah. make the papers for them. Um, yeah, yeah, unless you're the professor and need to read through it, you're not going to really enjoy it most of the time. That or if it's like an English thesis. Or, but if it's like the the different brushstrokes Monet used versus Degas, not, <laughs> not going to be enjoyable as much. No, it won't. And I could never. But I did. I had to help somebody write their thesis because their thesis advisor was so bullshit. Oh, um, <laughs> which meant, but but the fun thing, they were an acting major, which yeah. meant that I had to help them with a theater thesis, <laughs> which is a wild thing for me to do because oh, I don't know goodness. much about theater. Like, yeah. ooh, I did I the theater not. track. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I went to Christopher Newport University for a theater, but I actually dropped out my, the year before my senior year because of a lot of different complications. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. It honestly, one of those things where I'm like, you know, um, if I had made the general decision um, at about... Well, this ha there uh, there was an incident in my um, junior year that like had me kind of shook, which was um, they accidentally expelled me like digitally. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, like so. So there was a paperwork issue. I meant they returned my um, they returned my uh, uh, financial aid um, stuff, which meant that some scholarships. I was there on a full ride. Um, and like one no two of the scholarships like couldn't be put back oh my god yeah so for like the last three semesters that I was there I had to cover it but had I just like at that point been like you know what fuck it let me just go and start working like I kind of regret that I didn't do that <laughs> um <laughs> Oh, no. it's man yeah and then making children decide at that early age of our lives after we've done nothing but school like hey oh. are you going to do this forever pick your path is such a bullshit way to have us do things so is and also like the amount of debt that we are all in because of that oh. bullshit is the thing that oh. really ooh, that that fucking eats at me and like i just i oh man I don't want to say I should have listened to my guidance counselor, but I, because, um, she was a, like, fucking psychotic woman who, like, who was like, you should consider this community college. I had already been accepted to a private university in Boston. Oof. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's kind of hard to turn down. <laughs> but that's the thing. She also knew that. And I was all, I was at that point a junior, like it was the full year before I was actually even going to be able to go. Um, and I already had been accepted. And she was like, well, like first day of senior year, like, okay, well, let's uh, fill out your application for the community college. I was like, excuse me, bitch, what? <laughs> 
I already had, like, I here's my acceptance letter for this place that I'm actually going to. She's like, right, but you should have a backup. And I was like, that. But I'm already, I'm already, I'm already accepted. <laughs> like, I've already been accepted. And we talked about the financial aid. It's a full ride. What do you mean I need this backup that I'd have to pay for? Girl. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> And she wound up actually sending in that application too, which is how I know I got accepted to that one as well. But well, well I would hope so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it would be really shitty to not be accepted into a community college, but like, I, like I'd have to be in excessively bad at that point. Um, would have had to like threaten to blow up the school like three times for that to not be <laughs> for me to not be accepted. <laughs> oh man, which like Jesus God, that was not the type of kid I was. Um. There's a type of kid that would randomly one day run in and just be wearing fairy wings and nobody would talk about it. Oh, you would have fit in so well at my school. Oh. <laughs> we were we were a magnet art school, so yeah, we had a lot of fairy wings and funny ears and Oh my god. It was adorable. <laughs> uh, I love that so much. Okay. So um I feel like the we should wrap this part up now. Um, we did have it. more stories after this, but like uh, we'll wrap this part up now for the people. Um, so where can they find you? Yes, um, if you want to find me and my talented, fun, witty self, um, JK. No, just kidding. I love myself. Uh, you 100 can go to... actually real. Um... <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, you can follow me on Twitter at my name's Danny. That's M Y N A M E S D A N Y. Um, same thing for what's the other one? Instagram. Except there's spaces in between my uh, and then underscore names underscore Danny. Um, also, if you ever want to hire me for voiceover acting work or directing or sensitivity reading or any of those fun things, um, you can always email me, reach out to me on Twitter. Um, my email is just danielle.ellett at gmail.com. I'm sure my name will be spelt in the show notes. Um, other than that, yeah, please look me up at goodpointwithanepodcast.com forward slash Danielle Ellett, and that's where you can find my reel. Yes. Um, <laughs> and absolutely, absolutely hire Danny because I, I regret that I haven't, but I also haven't <laughs> written it. I haven't written anything in a year. So I mean, <laughs> this is my reasoning. <laughs> On the next time around, I'm, I'm always available. I'm a, I'm a workhorse whore. <laughs> <laughs> Fabulous. I will fully just have a just whatever my next project is there will just be a spot uh so just be ready for that um i don't yes. know what it's gonna be yet you guys well, have heard it first here yeah <laughs> like well i might tell you what the thing that i might low-key be planning is um I, in fact i will tell you what that thing is but i'm going to uh one take off my watch for a second sorry unrelated thing my because watch literally spying just went. Us? No, my watch literally just started being like, hey, blah, 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 and like just flipping through a bunch of things. I have a smartwatch and it's like just uh... losing its fucking mind right now. <laughs> like, let me just let me just shut this watch off real quick because it is insane. Um, uh, yeah, I'll tell you about the thing, but I, I will not tell the uh, tell the lovely listeners of this until it is Sorry. happening. Um <laughs> Um, that'll be on, like, Patreon. No, just kidding. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, like, 
so thank you guys for listening. I don't know what the socials for this are because I don't know if I have it in me to make another Twitter account. Um, <laughs> but if I do that will be listed below otherwise my own twitter will be listed uh red black golden uh the black is fancy like like me I'm, it is I'm a fancy it's, it's black. extra <laughs> i'm a fancy black uh, um <laughs> which is b-l-a-q-u-e like cat black but um uh you know uh a different human than cat black though cat black is lovely um <laughs> and uh you can find me on i believe most social media with that specific uh thing um and uh there will be a hashtag for this show and that will also be in the show notes um always 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 remember to uh go and check out the people who guest on this show um I am going to do my same sign off that I do for literally every show that I have um, with at this moment that is currently active, um, <laughs> which is be well, do as much good work as you possibly can, uh, while also acknowledging that we are most likely, ooh, yikes, um, while acknowledging we are most likely all still in a pandemic because this is airing like um, in less than a month. Um, <laughs> and uh, well, turn up to uh turn up to some michelle branch because truly <laughs> um to old school michelle branch her yeah, new stuff yeah, yeah. is lovely <laughs> yeah her new stuff is lovely it's just a little too techno-ish for me like i don't know she moved her her art style moved along with the times and i just i don't know but old michelle branch still slaps so oh um, always always <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that is a thing that I will actively just sing for hours on end. It's just like the first two albums, just on repeat. Um, We're nineties so, babies, baby. Hell yeah, <laughs> Hotel Paper, which is the second one, and Spirit Room is the first one. Spirit Room was really my shit because everywhere. Oh, because ev- you're everywhere to me. Oh man, it, I'm about to go listen to some nineties oh. music. Y'all don't even know. Right, it, and it made it made me want to play guitar, and I didn't figure out how to play guitar. <laughs> My fingers just can't do it. Like it just isn't a oh, thing. Um, it's okay. I I can't do things with my like i can type really fast like i am an excellent non-look at my keyboard typer um Hell yeah. but everything else like no piano no guitar no i can't read music to save my life i tried hot cross uh, buns mm. on a recorder can't even do that <laughs> so. that's so funny to me i i can handle piano which is actually technically why uh low-key michelle branch was actually or not michelle branch, sorry yes michelle branch but also uh vanessa carlton I oh was, vanessa yeah. I was really in that camp. Um, <laughs> very much in that camp. Not that they were separate camps, but like just... They're basically the same human. Come on. <laughs> they they physically look like the same they human. Do. And that is like... I remember just... <laughs> I remember everybody assuming they were the same person. And just anytime anybody was like, yeah, I love that Michelle Brand song, A Thousand Miles. <laughs> like no michelle branch is the one with the guitar who sounds a little <laughs> bit on the southern side um yes. and 
and uh, Vanessa Carlton fully sounds like she's from <laughs> Upper East. <laughs> it was like it was like I'm trying to think of the name. Like um, I almost said Staten Island. I'm like that's not it. That's not what I was thinking. <laughs> very specifically a part of new york i just don't know what the part of new york is one of the boroughs um if you go there and find michelle branch let us know because then you get a prize (laughs) if you find michelle branch in new york i would be very surprised (laughs) if you find vanessa carlton in (laughs) if you find vanessa carlton in the south i will similarly be surprised um But like for different reasons, though, also I could see her being down there now. She's a massive fan of Stevie Nicks. This is my, how deep my fandom goes with these two. <laughs> so, you know what? Turn up to Vanessa Carlton and Michelle Branch. And, uh, <laughs> and stay safe out there, my dear, dear friends, my witches and bitches. <laughs> stay safe. Bye. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.